Storytelling evokes all of your senses. If you want to succeed in consulting, you want to be able to... Today, we're going to talk about the art of storytelling. Over 90% of our work was really creating these slides. Storytelling is, you know, I really struggled to build a structure. Storytelling. Storytelling. And that's actually the easy part. Putting all the knowledge that I've learned or creating a framework. What is storytelling that charts going down effectively? Welcome to Business Model Hackers. This is the podcast where we decode strategies and tools for successful business management. Now, Sam Shrine left the lucrative career to pursue entrepreneurship, and this podcast is part of that process. Now, today, we're gonna dive into storytelling with charts and a little something called the Lindy Effect. Now, you should know about Sam that he's advised executives from Fortune 500 companies to startups, entrepreneurs. He's worked with large and medium organizations and has also advised governments and nonprofits on matter of strategy and general management. All right, let's hack into today's topic. Sam, how you doing? Good, Philip. How are you today? I'm doing good, feeling good. I'm actually pretty stoked to learn more about this with you, especially because storytelling with charts happens to be one of your specialties. So if you could, I'd love for you to sort of break down a general synopsis of how you view storytelling with charts because in a day and age like today where everybody has decks especially when raising capital or just in general the work day for most people involves being a part of some sort of data set this is going to be crucial for them to learn about so in your own words what is storytelling with charts when done effective Storytelling with charts is actually the term was invented by myself and I trademarked <laughs> so that you know. So it's not really a term that's used in, as a trade or to describe the process or the framework that is typically used. However, fundamentals behind storytelling with charts is a very old concept and it was invented by, to begin with, uh, management consultants. You know, in the past, Booz Allen, Hamilton or McKinsey, some of the oldest consulting firms or ECG, Bain, the largest consulting firms, they use that on a day-to-day -day basis. The outcome of their work is usually put in a form or a shape that is actually in the form of storytelling and in the form of charts. So they usually produce what we call decks. Decks are usually 100 plus page reports. I came from a corporate background. I was used to just creating a slide or two, maybe a short presentations. And I used to cram a lot of stuff into my slides. I didn't have any structure to it. You know, I really struggled to build a structure in my presentations, even though I worked for four or five years. And I was taught how to present. I worked for General Electric at the time. They had a very good school. They taught you how to present to executives, how to conduct a presentation, you know, like how to stand in front of charts. But the content of the charts was never taught. So when I moved and I did my MBA at Columbia, after I graduated and I started working, I joined McKinsey at the time. The first thing we had to do is create these decks, right? And my first assignment, I walk into my job manager's office and he pulls out a deck 
like a 200, 300 page deck, slams it on his desk and tells me, Sam, take this deck, study it. We have a new client. We need to deliver something very similar to this within the next four weeks. That was to me, was shocking, you know, because I actually thought that working in consulting implies that we have to roll up our sleeves and go dive deep into the business operations and maybe do some work. But it turns out that 80 or 90% of our work was really creating these slides, the same type of slides that my job managers showed it to me throughout my career in consulting. If you want to succeed in consulting, you want to be able to write these, craft these decks. There's an art and science to doing that. It was no easy feat to master the skill. Usually doing that requires two to three years to learn it. And you actually keep mastering it until you reach principal level or partner level in management consulting or strategy consulting. That's when you really master the art of storytelling with charts. That's when you can craft the best charts because yeah, your job becomes reviewing the work of your subordinates, but still they will never produce the team that is less junior than principal are never able to craft the story or the final deck that is really client ready, right? It's only the people at the principal and partner level, people that are able to take that, whatever the junior staff provides and take it to the next level, right? Recently, the book called Storytelling with Charts that I published two years ago was kind of like putting all the knowledge that I've learned or creating a framework around it. The main problem was in my career as a manager consultant that I had to learn by a brute force. We call it brute force learning. There were some courses, there are some books out there that talk about how you can do a single visual, like how you can take a certain data or, or something you want to show and how to put the chart with a header on it in order to present it in a very compelling manner. And that's actually the easy part, creating or, or taking a bunch of data and putting it in one slide and having one message. This is the easiest thing you can do. And today, actually, there are tools, plugins into PowerPoint like ThinkCell or some other tools out there that are off the shelf that you can buy that can actually create the nice clean visual for you as long as you know what you want to show. The difficulty becomes when you're trying to build the entire story. And that's where I thought there should be actually a process or a framework to help not only newcomers into consulting, but any industry. Anyone who is looking to build a presentation, build it in a way that really tells a story. And this process shouldn't be just exclusive to consultants because it's funny that consultants are paid like $1,000 an hour or maybe $1,500 an hour to create decks. It's something that's exclusive. Sometimes consultants are hired to have these decks as opposed to really do the actual work. Obviously, these decks come from the result of the work that the consultants do. But many times I've seen, I've certainly been hired to do storytelling, to take some existing data or work that has been done and create a story out of it. This is way too expensive and it should be something that everybody should master. And you don't have to always retain consultants at $1,000 an hour to help you do that. That's why I created this book to make it available for people. As long as you understand this framework, I think after that is actually practice. And the idea is that you can read the book in two to three hours and your skills go up exponentially. So the idea is to get your skills from a level of 
not knowing what this concept is and and not knowing where to start if you're doing a presentation to, oh, okay, this is how it goes. Now I know at least you have a framework. And within that framework, it becomes so easy to create the story. It's not always just for business problems. It can be for anything. You could be pitching, you could be doing sales, you could be pitching an idea. It could Even my 13-year-old daughter today for her classwork, she applies the framework. So you can apply it anywhere to sum it all up. The idea is that this framework came originally from management consultants. They mastered the art of doing or pitching or providing these decks that usually companies pay a million dollars to receive. This is not a small thing, but the framework is simple. The way I created it is simple to understand and digest, and it's really durable. It's probably here to stay and last. That was one of the things I found fascinating about your work with storytelling with charts. Predominantly, number one, that no one had really encapsulated all of this in one framework to begin with until you wrote this. Uh, when you read this, as I've been doing, you come to immediately understand it's immediately accessible. And more importantly, I can't believe nobody ever systematizes. It's like you said, they, they focused on so many other factors that completely missed the mark on how to make someone effective, useful immediately. And so the learning curve is insane for doing this. And yet they've been doing this for years, for decades even, conceptually, these concepts. And yet the amount of time it took you, the, the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into mastering this technique, and like many master consultants do over years, and yet you had the foresight to see that this was going to be effective. I'm actually personally curious to know at what point did you make that decision that you were going to put this together into a cohesive element, which is the book you have available now? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting you ask that because I used to work in consulting. Then I quit. I went entrepreneurial. I also worked on private equity and uh, worked venture capital. There is no time in my career, whatever I did, that I didn't have to create presentations. And I found myself applying these concepts. Now I do strategy consulting again. But having said that, I noticed that the concept itself was invented in the 70s. And there's this rule, the Lindy effect. It's something that I read, I came across it when I read uh, Anti-Fragile from Seed Talib. And he gets into detail of that. And I, it was also mentioned by Benoit Mandelbrot, also who brought it up in his book, where he talks about fractals. And the idea of the Lindy effect is when things age in reverse. For example, the Bible. The Bible survived for 2,000 years, maybe longer. It is likely to survive another 2,000 years. So the idea is that lifespan increases with time if it ages. Not everything. For example, your phone is something that will not age with time. But the music on your phone that you listen to, that music, if you listen to classical music, if you listen to Mozart, are 400 years old, this music is going to be there in 400 years to come. That's the concept of Lindy Effect. The same concept really applies to the storytelling charts. I mean, storytelling with chart isn't new as a, as a concept as a framework well it's been put together which is by me right there's no such framework in the exact detailed matter that i've provided in the book there are tools out there there are similar books there is the pyramid principle the book that was introduced by a bcg ex-partner similar to that that talks about a little bit of that but doesn't really go into it's a bit more technical it's not really practical to take it and really apply it for anyone storytelling with charts was written for anyone to apply 
And I think what's important about the concept itself is that it started in the 60s. If you want to go even back, you know, when consulting started. But when consulting started, they may not have created like story decks and developed them to that effect that they did in the 60s and 70s. So it really started in the 70s, I would say, or maybe late 60s. That concept continued well until today. So today they still use that same concept. Of course, the graphics are now much nicer. You know, they've became creative. They use a lot of icons. They use uh, different colors. They use landscape mode as opposed to the, the square mode they used to use. Or in the past, they used to do it all by hand. Now they have computers and PowerPoints and keynotes and Tableau and all, all sorts of tools, but they still do the same thing. If you want to be effective, of course, you apply the same concept, which is storytelling with charts. And I don't think that's going to go away. So if you look at it, it's a concept that survived 40 years. It's going to probably survive for another 40 years. Actually, we're working on an AI tool right now that can help you implement the framework so it may expedite stuff for you it will still be there it will still be effective in the way you present stories in the way you present your ideas in the way you pitch in the way you discuss topics or in the way you want to tell a story that's the power of storytelling charts and the framework behind it yeah, I mean, just to have a visual of people used to make, hand make 300 page presentations and where we are now using the same concepts. And now we have all this new technology that really brings home the idea of aging in reverse, where, wow, that same thing is being done again, but different and new. And now you yourself are part of that Lindy effect in a sense, creating a tool that's going to help take that very framework that you've designed here and making it even more applicable to people's work today. That's got to be good feeling to be on the cutting edge of emerging technology and being able to be part of that tradition of helping this age in reverse. Before we close out, is there anything else you'd like to share as we begin to close this discussion down on storytelling with charts, the Lindy effect, or even your career? Well, just funny that you mentioned that. I mean, I used to be told stories by my partners, my senior partners back when I started. Stories that they had the visual departments, hundreds of people working, just creating charts by hand, drawing charts by hand back in the days. Imagine that. And all of those jobs became obsolete overnight, right? When Word was introduced. So suddenly they went from drawing by hand into a computer software that would do that stuff. That they used to use a typewriter and tipex to remove stuff all the way kind of stuff. All of that's gone. Today, the introduction of AI is probably make a lot of jobs, make the life easier for consultants in terms of creating these charts. I mean, it may take away some of the jobs. Like if you have a visual department, I can see how AI can be introduced that can replace these jobs as well. But the concept is going to stay the same. Storytelling is here to stay. The actual tools that are going to be introduced to make this happen, that's what's going to be advanced. And that's what's going to make life even better. I think the advantage that people have is that the, with the existing of simple chat GPTs and the Claude's and the, all these LLM models that are out there, they can help craft or help structure and accelerate the learning. So that the stuff that used to be very difficult to master the stuff that only the partners could master. I think anybody can look for ideas from AI to help structure, for example, presentations, come up with a storyline for a presentation or come up for a pitch or entire story. Right now, you have to manually take it and put it into slides or you can use some of the tools that do that for you, but they're not as good. You still have to create the charts and you still have to fill in the blanks. But I think a big chunk of the work has been improved in a way that allows anybody to pick it up. Of course, you need to understand the framework. If you don't understand the framework and how it works, you can't use AI to do it. 
So that's why I do recommend for anyone, the book is very cheap. So I do recommend for people to pick up the book or even go to our website and download some of these, the, the free tools that we have available for them and use those tools with the help of AI to improve the way they pitch and the way they communicate. Yeah. And specifically for the topic we were discussing in this episode in particular, there's a whole separate resource with storytellingwithcharts.com that'll help you get more in depth. Not only will the book be available there, but like subscribing there will help you go down that journey together as you stay in touch with someone who's leading the way on ensuring that these tools have the consultant in mind and how they can leverage this using the Storytelling with Charts framework. But also just with all the experience that Sam has had, he's building this for you. And that's going to be the whole difference. There. And keeping you abreast of the journey that's going on there as things develop, new tools come along the way that can join that fray. Uh, but with that said, that does do it for our discussion today in particular. So please be also sure to check out businessmodelhackers.com so you can subscribe to the podcast itself as a, in particular for up-to-date information. This is also where we have the social channels for most of what we're doing here, including Sam's other books. As you can see, he's quite out there, busy and working hard. And also, if you want to subscribe to that email list specifically there, we'll be sharing other resources and tools as well with far more detailed information on mental models and things of that nature, covering trends that may be happening in the industry as a whole. Thank you so much for stopping by. <laughs>